It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time for Let's Talk About It with ASAP Barbie. Become a supporter. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. Yo, what up, good people? Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About It. Uh, you know, I'm your host, ASAP Barbie. I got the gang gang, Eric Mabaki with me. What up, yo? What up, people? Yo. So, uh, we just kind of going to continue from our last episode uh, with two two pretty good topics. Uh, defunding the police and is America racist? And let's, matter of fact, let's just dive in. Let's not give no descriptions, none of that, because I think this one is going to be a little deep. Uh, is America racist? I'm going to say yes, 110%, because this country was built by black people, uh, slaves to be exact. And if you don't reap any of the benefits, uh, if you're sure that we don't reap any of the benefits, uh, we're kept from everything. Uh, they treat us like dirt. Uh, as you can, as everybody been seeing in the news lately, they treat us like cattle. Like they just kill us at their own will. Like no if and buts about it. Like they just do shit. Oh, uh, like we're not privileged as the rest of the country, even though we built this. Shit. Um. So for me, it's just like yeah, America is racist, even though. You know, we see in the media and stuff right now that we have the allies. Like, that's fine and dandy, and we appreciate it. But let's not forget that Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves, but he also kept slaves. You know what I'm saying? And as far as the civil rights goes, you know, they, they killed a man that was nonviolent and one that was about violence. So it's kind of like, yeah. You know, like yeah, you you motherfuckers are racist. Um, that's just my uh, Mabaki. What you got? Um, I think this is a complicated question because if you look at the foundation of America, yes, it is racist, and it wasn't that long ago that it was completely like full frontal in your face racist, like as far like not that long ago at all. Like what? Like. You the, like the crack epidemic was in the 80s and the 90s that was a result of the United States intervention they sold drugs in those neighborhoods to raise money to fund a revolution in Nicaragua they targeted minority communities to do so now you could say oh well their motives were uh, to, to, to fund a, uh, a revolution in Nicaragua but at the end of the day they didn't sell that shit in the white communities they sold it in the black communities so just as this is not too long ago as the 90s, the early 90s. You could say, hey, look at this. You feel what I'm saying? This is something that was caused directly by the United States government towards black communities. It's like a direct correlation. Nowadays, it's more convoluted. We haven't had something so in your face as the quote-unquote war on drugs that was put on the black communities back in the G. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Personally, if I take it personally, if I'm being honest, I think there's more to it than just America being racist. If I'm being honest, I think the powers that be, the people who really run the world, the people who um, make all the decisions, I think in their eyes, 
uh, whenever things are divisive, uh, that's when things work best for them. Um, if they have their say, people are bickering amongst each other about race, etc., etc. But truthfully, they're up at the top racking up the bucks and they don't care how they go about doing it, in my personal opinion. So I guess you could say, yeah, that does mean they're racist because when it comes to inciting that divisiveness, the victims tend to be minorities. They tend to be black people in particular, black Americans. So it's it's a it's a it's a complicated question. I guess short answer I would say, yeah, sure, but I think it's bigger than that. I think it's more complex than just saying, oh, these guys are racist, they have it in for black people. I think these guys have ulterior motives. I think they want to keep us divided, us as people, us as Americans. They want to keep us divided. They want us entrenched in our own beliefs. They don't want us talking. They want things to. They want. They want there to be animosity, and in doing so, they can continue to pull the strings, do whatever the fuck it is they want, and we'll be down here bickering about this. Then the third, because at the end of the day, not too long ago, uh, ten years ago, the the Trumps, Trump and the Clintons were friends. It was homies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now they beefing. So, uh, quote, unquote, now these niggas got problems with each other. All these niggas is liars. All these niggas get paid by these large corporations um, to do the things that they want them to do. That's why I don't take part in the whole political system as far as voting is concerned. Because as far as I'm concerned, the whole shit is tainted from top to bottom. Niggas is running shit behind the scenes and we don't know nothing about it. It's all sorts of crazy shit going on in the world that we have no control over. And I think one of the tools they use to make sure that they keep control is to keep us divided. So that's my answer. Yeah, yeah, what you got? Yo, so I'm not going to be the dead horse. I agree with both of y'all a thousand percent. Uh, I'm going to pivot and play devil's advocate. So I asked this question, you know, to some coworkers at work. And in the Army, you know, you work with people from all different walks of life. We got immigrants. We got people that come from affluent neighborhoods, people that come from bad neighborhoods. Um, one thing I noticed is that as black people, it's that's an easy answer for us. You know, it's like, what do you mean? Because we look at it from a historical context. Like, this country was founded on racism, so therefore America is racist. Um, but one thing that, that kind of I was enlightened by this week is realizing that there are people that just don't feel that way. And I think it's because of the environment they come from and, you know, the culture and how they was raised. But I guess my question to y'all is, what would you say to somebody who, let's say, came from another country and they looked at the quote unquote American dream and this being the land of opportunity? Or what would you say to someone who America has worked out for them um, and they never had to experience it? when they give their opinion on it from America's races, from their perspective. What do, you, what do you mean by that? Like, are you referring to white people? Or are you referring to immigrants coming to America? Who exactly are you trying to... Well, let's... Okay, we can break it down. Let's talk about yeah. immigrants first, right? So I have a, a battle buddy that uh, migrated here when he was 19 from the Philippines. And as you know, the Philippines is the third world country. Now, like I said, this is not a knock on him or anything. Um, but you cannot convince him that America is racist. And what I mean by that is because he hasn't experienced it. It's hard to explain to him um, because of the struggles he went through in his voyage over here. Meaning he came over here with $700 in his pocket. He busted his ass and he got to the position to where he is right now. So if you pose that question to him, he's going to say no. So like, what do you say? 
to that. Lucky you. I think it's a matter of perspective, really, because I understand what you're saying. It's all for somebody who who's had it as bad as living in a third world country to understand someone else's plight that may not be as severe as that because as as far as we still have to go as black people in America we're not a third world country we're not living like we're in a third world country I mean so I can understand why it's hard for him to kind of understand because he's come from the bottom of the barrel deck. he's come from dog shit and he's managed to make something good for himself but that's all a matter of perspective and understanding. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's hard to show somebody so, something that they can't fathom. So speaking of that question, I also, uh, you know, I asked a few people via social media and people that I know personally, you know, is America racist? I asked them the question, right? And mm-hmm. their, their answers was basically answered with the question. It was like, if we're talking about white America being racist, then the answer is completely yes. But then they asked me, like, have you ever sat and thought that maybe us as black people, we're just as equally racist towards them as they are towards us because of the history between between the cultures? Like, how do y'all feel about that? Well, let me break down what, what it means to be racist. So a racist, and I don't have the dictionary in front of me, but I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm spot on. But a racist is somebody who believes that they are superior to another based on their race right. or color of their skin. So for us to, for that person to say that black people are racist, it just goes against the definition. Um, you need power and prejudice to be able to discriminate on somebody. And as a collective, black people, we we lack that that power. So does it just- so I'm not gonna say that we don't have prejudice because, yeah, say so does- but there's a difference between name calling and discrimination. <laughs> So does it just make us prejudice? I don't know. I mean, everybody's prejudice. The initial, the initial definition that you gave for me was pretty spot on. But for me, I, I don't, I don't know. Like I've seen shit like that happen in places where power wasn't necessarily what was up for grabs. For instance, I had a, I had a girlfriend who was Cambodian when I was younger, right? And her parents looked down on me. Her parents didn't like me. Because they felt like I was from a lesser class. They felt like I was a lesser person than them. Now, her parents didn't have any power over me. Them niggas couldn't exert shit over me. Them niggas barely spoke English. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> them niggas couldn't do nothing to me. They couldn't do nothing about me. But they still felt the way they felt about me. And they made sure I knew they felt the way they felt about me. They didn't want me nowhere near their daughter because they felt their daughter was fucking with a nigga who was from a subservient class, from a class beneath theirs. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm, gl- I'm glad you brought that yeah, up. Go ahead. go ahead. No, because there's a word for that. So those people are bigots. Like in those situations where you just have hatred for another person, those are bigots. Now, I will admit, you know, they're... they're Black people can't be bigots, but racism is a totally different thing, you know? So I think, like, words matter. So now, I feel like these are all ingredients to the same cake. Right. So now my question well, goes to both of you. Go ahead. Now my question that I pose to both of you guys is, we all agree that America is racist. Now, my question is, does it ever change? And what's, what's the solution? So 
the in the example I was given about the immigrant, and let's say here I didn't get into this, but we've all heard uh, white people that have come from the struggle, right? Their response is always is like, "How you gonna tell me something was given to me? You know, I came from the struggle." So I honestly believe it's it's damn near impossible to take somebody who has those beliefs and and paint the picture that America is racist. Um, because they just can't it'll if they were to admit that it will undermine everything that they went they went through in their upbringing you know what i'm saying if if they admit that fact and it's like a cognitive dissonance you're not going to get somebody to admit something if that means they have to uh give of themselves or uh what, what's the word i'm trying to say if they have to what's the, how am i trying to put this if they have, if I'm not going to give you credit in your fight, if it undermines my fight, if that makes sense, right? Um, so that's why I think it's impossible because if they were to admit that, then that goes against everything that they stand for. If that makes well, sense. in other words, you saying there is no solution and that it won't ever change. Uh, well, it can. We'll get into solutions later. I think it can change, um, but that mindset. I don't think you can change that mindset. Okay, my boss. Um, you got it. I I don't know. It's kind of strange. Like for instance, either point you made there. I feel like you could say, okay, let's say we say America's racist. That doesn't mean that every white person in America has benefited from not being black. You get what I'm saying? These it's it's possible for you to be a white person in America and not benefit from the racism that we're speaking of. You could have just been like the person that you're talking about came down from the gutter just because you white don't mean that you necessarily benefited from that racism. Because like I said, I believe it's coming from way higher up. I don't think it's just in front of your face like, oh yeah, we all of these niggas is getting love. Y'all not getting no love. You feel what I'm saying? I just think them niggas target us for the sake of creating divisiveness. And in doing so, you feel what I'm saying? They, 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 they split niggas up. But my point, the real point that I want to make is basically for me, as far as history is going, there's always been prejudice, there's always been racism, regardless if white people or black people are involved. It could be different tone niggas. It could be Indians, it could be lighter Indians or dark Indians. <clears throat> it could be dark Indians or lighter Indians. It could be the Moors and the Spaniards, etc., etc. Racism will always be a part of life. It's just part of the human condition. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Always, there's always going to be a group that looks down on another group. You know what I'm saying? That's within a close proximity of them. And you could take out race as a whole you could just make it some tribal shit because in my country there are different tribes like oh there are different tribes almost different clans and some of them look down on others like for instance if i wanted to marry somebody from a particular clan that was deemed to be below mine my my parents would give me hell they'd be like are you crazy no you don't fuck with people like that etc etc them niggas as black as i am you know what i'm saying them niggas is in the same positions that i'm in so What's the what's the issue? It's not necessarily a color thing. It's just I don't know. Different well, I'll break it. I'll, I'll break it down further. So you have to create. It just creates this weird tribalism that's never gonna go away. So for me, racism. It could be more black people in America than white people. You feel what I'm saying? We could be in a position of power. You feel what I'm saying? And I think racism will still be alive. It may go the other way. Who knows? But come on, we're talking about millions of years of human history who knows maybe even more than that there's always been some sort of tribalism some sort of right. so, so let, me just, let me just state on what Eric 
as far as like you know the white people that said they've been through the struggle and all this like to me I look at it from a standpoint if you're a poor if you're a poor poverty white person in my eyes you blew a 400 year first part that's how I look at it uh, that don't make sense huh that don't make sense yeah, it is because if you just go all the way back to slavery, all white people were in power. No, they weren't. Like here, here, let me let me let me provide some clarity to what I'm saying. So if we're gonna like dive into races, we have to explain the two types. There are active races and then there are passive races. Right. So I will agree with Mabaki. There's a lot more passive races out there than it is active. Active are the ones that's out there that's actively discriminating, um, doing hate crimes, you know, doing all that other stuff. Passive races are the ones that are silent. You know what I'm saying? So even if somebody came from a struggle, if you don't have a record of fighting against racism, then you're a part of that. You don't have to benefit from it to be a passive racist in my book. So here's why I disagree with that. Because there are so many issues across the world. Because that definition that you could, that you just gave can be applied to so many different things. For instance, there are people out in in uh in Palestine who are getting fucked up by Israelis. You see what I'm saying? If I'm not an advocate for Palestinians every chance I get, or if I'm not openly against the Israelis, does that make me an Israeli um, uh, sympathizer? Does that mean that I'm against the Palestinians? Yep. So that, you brought up a great yeah. point. And this is not bad. And what I'm about to say is not bad. But like, you can either actively fight against oppression or you can't. You know, they're, they're, that's the line from where I'm saying. And and what I'm saying is, here, I'll use George Floyd as an example, right? So that that uh, officer that was on his neck, he was the one that was, they were all actively in it, but there was an officer standing up. He was passively contributing to it, and that's why he's charged too. You know what I'm saying? Both of them have a responsibility. It's just that one jumped out the window and one sat idly by. Okay. They're both wrong, though. You know so what I'm saying? That, so saying in your example with the Palestine, I'm not I'm not going to jump down your throat because you're not supporting Palestine. But don't come out and say that you're an active supporter if you don't have a record of supporting it. Okay, I'm fine with that. I'm perfectly fine with that. But that doesn't make you a passive Israeli supporter, does it? You feel what I'm saying? Because I'm not saying, let's say I'm not saying, let's say I'm chilling. I'm not saying I'm pro-Palestine. I'm not saying I'm pro-Israel. I'm just chilling. I'm just playing the sidelines. I'm just trying to go through the issues I got on my plate already. You feel what I'm saying? I can't necessarily help to, to, to help another people's fight. If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the issue. I don't agree. That doesn't make sense to me. Okay. Let, let me shoot my pocket some bells. So it's deeper than that. So it's a racism. We're just talking. Let's stay focused on racism. There's a racism continuum. And I think I said it on the show before. But you have the advocates. Those are the ones that's actively fighting against racism. Then you have what's called beginner reconcilers. Beginner reconcilers are people that realize there's a problem. They want to contribute to the solution, but they don't know what to do and they're not doing anything. Then you have the passive races, the ones that don't say anything, but they, they kind of agree. And then you have the active races. So what I think in this scenario that you're saying, you're beginning reconciling. You realize that there's atrocity going on across the world, but you can't say that you're doing something 
you know what I'm saying, to to stop that atrocity. Right. And that's not a bad thing, you right. know? Like, you're saying, yo, I agree that it's wrong, which is better than somebody who doesn't participate, but they, they don't think nothing is wrong with it, if that makes okay, sense. Okay, but that's where I stand, though. I feel have like... You, have you ever seen a movie called Rosewood? No. Oh, okay. Whenever you get a chance, you should watch it on Prime or Hulu, whatever it's on. And then you'll understand more so where it is coming from. Uh, I, I feel like human beings are far are far too complex to categorize in four categories. I feel like the nuances of racism, the nuances of systematic, generational, oppressive racism, are are far too complex to just cut down into four categories. Fact of the matter, in my opinion, granted, e I don't I don't disagree with those four categories you gave. I believe those categories do exist, and people fall within those lines. But I'm just saying that's not enough to that, that spectrum isn't wide enough to fit all of 350 million Americans, in my opinion. Or if you want, you could do it across the world, because across the world, black people are looked down by other races. You feel what I'm saying? There's a there's a there's a word for there's a demeaning word for black people in almost every language in the world. You feel what I'm saying? So you could put the world so you could put the world in it. You feel what I'm saying? For me, I do agree with what you're saying. They're all passive races. They're all active races, etc., etc. They're all the reconcilers, etc., etc. But I feel like there's more than that. You see what I'm saying? I feel like the spectrum is a lot wider, and people fall somewhere between these specific categories that you're given. You feel what I'm saying? So I can't personally so be like, who are these people? Because because if I say, oh, I disagree. If I'm like, yo, I don't feel what the fuck Israel is doing. I don't feel like, oh, I don't feel like they should be doing that to Palestine. I feel like they should um, honor the agreement they initially had. If I say that and I feel that, but I'm not actively doing that and I'm not sending no money to Palestine, I'm not outside marching, uh, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not advocating for, you know I mean, the, the, the UN to step in, then I'm not actively helping. Am let I, me I'm let just... me ask you this, my boy. Yeah, that's what okay, I call so what beginner I'm saying, reconciling. So what I'm saying like, is you're on the right path. You're not part of the solution. You're part of the problem. So how can that be? Yeah, that's why I shot you some bell. Oh. I shot you some oh. bell. I'm saying you could be a beginner reconciler, right. meaning that you realize there's something that needs to be done. You just don't know what okay. to do to become an advocate. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's both sides of the structure, spectrum. Like you said, you can't call all white people racist, but you can't call all black people advocates. Neither. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm definitely. You, I'm with that. you definitely can't call all black people advocates just based off one name and one name only. And Eric, I think you know where I'm going with this. Fucking Candace Owens. Like, she's definitely not an advocate for us. And I don't get how. Like, you look just like us. I mean, but some people have different belief systems. You know what I'm saying? Personally, for me, I didn't know much about Candace Owens. I didn't. I saw the video that was circulating about her describing the type of person George Floyd was. And I didn't agree with it whatsoever. I didn't. I don't understand what George Floyd's criminal background whatsoever, what type of person he was whatsoever, has to do with the excessive use of force that was displayed the day he died. It has absolutely nothing to do with it. For me, it seems like there's like an elite class that feels like if you were a criminal, if you were once a criminal, etc., etc., your rights are revoked. You feel what I'm saying? Anything that happens to you, it's okay that it happens to everybody. Yeah, like it's so weird. Yeah, she's very weird. And you see, real, you see, he is real quiet because he like he despises her. Like 
gave me goosebumps when you mentioned her name. Hey, my buggy, you know, like when we used to go to the range and have to keep the dummies down and stuff? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Eric could put Candace up there as one of his targets. Yeah, and I was just, as you was talking, I was just thinking, like, you know, we said black people can't be racist, but she is a passive racist. You know, she doesn't have any power, but she she also doesn't do anything to advocate, you know what I'm saying, against it. She says the right thing, and, and I'm on to her. Every one of her videos, she's like, yo, such and such is wrong, but... And then that makes me like, yo, everything before the butt was bullshit, you know? Um, yeah. I just don't understand that. I, I digress. Seems, it's, it's a weird situation. It's weird as fuck. I don't know much about her. I hear her name here and I know she's a conservative black woman. And you know I mean, she. I've heard her say she's just trying to help black people. In no, she did So I don't know much about her, but I do know when I saw that video and I watched it in, in its entirety. For me, it was nothing but a ploy to try to tarnish what we were really talking about in that point in time. What yeah, you know what I'm saying for me, she's just a she's a pawn. She's a she's a she's a time waster, mm -hmm. yo. She's she's sitting out there, and this is another thing that bothers me. I just want to peel back another layer. So a lot of people were sending me that video, and I'm gonna just keep it real. They they were white friends, you know what I'm saying, or associates, whatever you want to call it. And I feel like they're using that video to say the things they want to say, but too chicken shit to mm -hmm. say. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I don't fuck with her because she, I feel like she's being used I as do. a tool, and she doesn't I realize. Do. It. I think she doesn't realize. It. I think. Yeah. I don't. She, I don't, I, I don't see in. how. I don't see how that makes sense. I don't see how you could sit there and purposefully do what she just did. I mean, she she seems to be a bright woman. She seems to have her faculties about her, like. I don't think she's stupid at all. I think she know what the fuck she's doing. Just based off of that video, I don't want to like, I don't want to like, you know, paint her whole background because, like I said, I don't know much about her. But that video was very disgusting. It got in the way. That video set that video set shit back for sure. Because oh yeah, viewed, like definitely. millions of times. Oh yeah, most definitely. It, that shit was mad crazy. But so, um, moving forward. I think, I mean, this is just my opinion. I think that not in our lifetime, but I think that racism will eventually dissolve only because if you just look around right now, like every year you're starting to see more and more and more and more children. So eventually it's going to go from racism to class. Like who has the most money or who's the most popular? It's always been close. Because everybody's gonna be so mixed up. It's like you ain't gonna be able to say, well, white people this, black people this, or Asian people this. this. Everybody's gonna be so mixed up that it's gonna have to go to a class. Like who got the most money, like I said, or most popular or power or something. But like I said, it won't happen in our time. It'll probably be like our kids eat something. I'll say this. The forefathers of our country set, set the foundation for a system that's going to go. It's already lasted 400 years. It's going to last a whole lot longer. Um, and I just don't see race mixing, like changing that, if that makes sense. You're just going to have another uh, peg on the ladder. You know what I'm saying? Just insert right here, mulatto. You know, and it, we saw that during slavery, you know, with the light skin uh, slaves being able to allow it in the house. They got the, the dresses passed down, you know, they used to come stunt on the field, niggas. But 
I just don't like you said. I think it's going to be a long time before um, racism goes away because I don't think it's going. It's not that much race mixing. You know what I'm saying? Happening. It's not happening at a, a quick enough rate for that to happen. I think I think racism going away will be like the next form of human evolution. I don't think it's something that we could just figure out ourselves. But like I said. I've seen with my own eyes, people of the same skin color look down on each other. People will look down on each other. If they don't have a reason, they'll find a reason to look down on each other, always. That'll always be the case. And from that, right. that'll brew contempt, that'll brew hate. And then in times of of uh, of need, you'll, you'll alienate them. You'll be like, well, we don't need these motherfuckers. Let's get rid of them. It's happened time and time again throughout human history. I think, I think for racism, bigotry, prejudice, all of that to go away, I don't see it going away, but I think for it to happen, it'll, it'll need to take another level of human evolution will have to go up a level for us to be able to look at it how we should because for some reason we can't no I totally agree with you on that for sure well you know we all were in agreement that America is racist it was definitely founded on racism um but that's it for that topic we're gonna step out we're going to pay some bills, you know, get our thoughts together, and we're going to continue this show on Let's Talk About It. People, welcome back to the second half of Let's Talk About It. You know, <clears throat> this next topic is defunding the police. I'm sure some of y'all heard about it, some of y'all haven't. But the premise is, uh, it's been police uh it's been governors and mayors and stuff that they've taken hundreds of millions of dollars out of the police fund to give back to the urban communities instead of funding the police since they don't want to do the right thing it's like okay you do the wrong thing we're gonna take this you do the right thing maybe we'll help you out um to me i think it was the right thing to do um because a lot of people was like, that's the wrong thing to do because what about their paychecks? They're still going to get their regular paychecks. They just ain't going to have extra money to do stupid shit with. Like, you ain't going to be able to buy new guns. You ain't going to be able to get, you know, thicker body armor so you don't get your ass killed when you're doing wrong. Or, you know, you, you don't get all this new shit. You get to stick with the old basic ass shit until you learn how to act. Um, so to me, it was, it was a great thing. Um, but I also talked to Eric about this. Um, you know, we, we, we spoke on, you know, them having motives behind all of this stuff. Like, is it that they see us as African-Americans as a charity case or are they doing it because it's the right thing to do? Uh, the reality of it is, uh, we don't care where the money comes from. We're going to take it regardless because let's just say it's part of reparations. You know what I'm saying? So, but I but I have wondered, you know, do they look at us as a charity case? That's why they doing it and giving it back to us, you know, or are they doing it because it's the right thing to do? Um, again, like I stated, we don't really care where the money comes from or the reasons why. We just know we're going to take it, especially when you say 150 mil and 100 mil from here and 90 mil from here. Like, yeah, we're going to take it all. Um, but overall, I think it was a good thing um, because it sends a message that 
it sends a message to those departments that damn we fucked up so bad they took our treats away from us basically I mean that's it's almost like basically like punishing your kid you tell them not to do something they do it what you do you take the TV video games tablets all that shit the shit that means something to them which means that if you take away somebody's bonus shit they gonna get mad at the people who fucked it up for all of them now Ain't gonna be no more, you know. Oh, I don't care what he do, cause I'm still getting my bonus at the end of the year, you know. So for me, I thought it was a good thing. Uh, Eric, what you got? Um, so <clears throat> with with this topic, uh, I think it's it's, it's multi layered. Um, just a quick answer. I'm I'm good with it, and the reason why I say that is because I believe progress is a process. So, uh, Mabaki, he, he said it before. He said, you know, the, first you got to raise awareness. Then you got to, you know, gather money and resources for those that need it. But I think that's the next process is defunding people that go against the societal norms is that next process. I like how you put it when you said you got to send a message. I feel like we need to make police officers make a choice. Do I want to... Uh, use excessive force, you know, use my implicit bias, be racist in some cases, or do I want to feed my family? You know what I'm saying? I think that's the the demand that we should make to them. And how you do that, which I think is the third and final thing, is have legislation in place that says when X happens, Y happens. You know, when A happens, B happens. If you get founded and you violate our code of conduct, then you will lose your job and you will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. I don't care about their emotion. You know what I'm saying? I don't care about, hey, we need funding. I feel the same way with the military. If we're not doing right by our citizens and people abroad, then I feel like we shouldn't have the funding of the American people. You know, so I agree with you. Um, take it away. If they get their act together, give it back. Simple as that. Yeah, uh, before Mabaki speaks, though, this is one thing that I, I, I've been wanting to say, especially when it comes to this. Like, I think that a lot of us, we get excited and we we, we, we stay stuff based off emotion of uh, what's going on right now. And, and I, want, I want people to understand that. Don't get too excited because they taking $150 million and putting it back in our urban community because that's just a knee-jerk reaction. To what's going on right now like what we need to focus on is what does 15 years down the road look like because it's easy to fix this problem right now by doing what they're doing but then in the next two or three years it's back happening again like let's find a solution for the next 15 plus years and see how that works out for us uh mabaki you can take it away um, for me, I disagree with the notion of defunding the police. Now, I'm going back and forth with a few people about this particular topic, not these gentlemen right here. But in my personal opinion, the way moving forward to to avoiding the tragedies that we've dealt with over the past few months is police reform. Now, the way that's accomplished, in my opinion, is not by um, defunding the police because the police is a structure. It's a structure that's necessary in the United States. Somebody come in your house and steal your TV, you calling the boys. Your mom can't breathe, you calling the boys. You get into a dispute and something going on, you calling the boys, etc., etc. They're a necessary um, um, part of society. 
of our society for sure. So the way I right. look at it isn't as oh we need to punish this um part of our society. What I think is, and one of my old heads, my big dog Poop, he talked to me and he explained to me something one of his old heads told him. He said the issue that's going on with police is a lack of leadership. There have been leaders spread out all throughout the precincts all across the country who have created climates where excessive force and police killings are tolerated. These motherfuckers could do this shit and they're getting hit with the with the lightest sentences or sometimes they're not getting sentenced at all. Sometimes it takes a whole uproar for niggas to get sentenced. You feel what I'm saying? That climate yeah. has been created by those leaders who are in place. Now, just like in the army, we all in the army, we know what it's like when we have a particular climate based off of some leadership. What needs to happen is that climate needs to be cleaned out. You know what I'm saying? So to do that, what we need to do is create a system where we can identify, where we can incentivize officers to identify those people who are within the um who are within the system, who are creating this climate, who are creating this culture where it's okay for these police officers to act that way. I believe police officers need to be retrained. I believe a culture, the way policing is done in America, we need to look at it differently because there are countries all across the world who don't have nearly, who don't have an inch of the amount of killings that we have year in a year out, justified or unjustified. In my right. opinion, the way, in my opinion, police in America move too shaky. They move too scared. We need to institute a culture where that goes away. We need to institute a now, culture where c- police are a part of the community. They're our friends. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So they're not now, looking at you as a criminal. They're looking at you as someone distressed within their community who they need to help. You feel what I'm saying? So for right. me, all that money, and for, and for me, like I said, when he was talking about how, oh, this is all a ploy, I feel like everybody's jumping on this bandwagon because this is the flavor of the month. Everybody's stepping up, talking about, oh, Black Lives Matter. The mayor in uh, L.A. talking about he's funding 150 million. He's taking 150 million dollars here, giving it there. Them niggas, could, them niggas could come up with billions of dollars for a new stadium and for a football team when it comes to the city. If them niggas really care, Go get that extra money y'all be flying around. When whenever some shit pop off, y'all gotta put some money towards the war. Or whenever a football team wanna come through the neighborhood and y'all wanna fucking set up a stadium, or they tell y'all they be like, hey, y'all gotta build a stadium, and they're like, okay, take that fucking money and fund it into those other communities if you really care. Why are you trying to create divisiveness between the LAPD and the communities they have to assist? That don't make sense. If you smart, go into Go into LAPD with your money and clean that shit out top to bottom. Create a new system that works better. And at the same time, take that extra money you got lying the fuck around or that you're using to grease you in your friend's pockets and help those urban communities that you're talking about. For me, that's right. just now, uh, I think that people get it twisted. When they say that they're taking $150,000 of the police money, they're not saying that they're not going to pay these cops because Trust me, they have money in place where these cops get their regular pay. They're going to get checks on time. They, so they still going to be able to pay their bills, take care of their families. But the 150 that's all your bonus money. That's your raise money. And I'm in complete agreement. If you fucking up, you don't get a raise. If you fucking up, you don't get a bonus. And to, and to throw it in your face... I'm going to give it to the people that you harming the most, which means, or so for me, that's why I'm in agreement with it. Cause 
it's not like they taking their whole paycheck and nobody's getting paid. If nobody was getting paid, police would just quit and be like, fuck this job. But they're still getting a regular paycheck. You know, it's just they don't have that bonus money and they don't have that raise money now. And and like I said, and like you said, like governor and mayors and stuff, like they putting it back into the urban community to throw it in the police officer's face that you know, you don't want to add right, you would give it to the people who do want to add right. But 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 that's not a that's not a on, viable let me, solution in my opinion. Oh, let, let, let me let me get in here. Here, let, let me get in here real quick. So, it, the reason why I think it is a solution is because so many organizations already utilize that solution. I know in the hospital, when y'all y'all was both in the army, so after you get uh, go to your appointment, you get a little letter in the mail. Nobody fills out that survey, but there is money tied to that survey. They're asking you about your experience, so they can either one incentivize, like Mabaki said, we can get extra funding, or two, we don't get no funding. That's the punishment. So I guess that's where I stand with this. There has to be a punishment mechanism in place as well as an incentive mechanism in place. Meaning, if you have a police force that, you know what I'm saying, y'all don't get as many complaints, you know, the people in the community love you, yeah, fund those police departments. But on the flip side, if you have a police department that have complaints through the roof, you know what I'm saying, the people aren't satisfied with the level of policing, there has to be a punishment mechanism. But no, but the punishment is... Money has to be the motivation. The punishment is you go in there and you clear them niggas out. You go in there and you clear them niggas but, out. But this, you see, but this, but this is also see, but this is the catch to that, Mbaki. Uh, let me put you on some game. So it takes a barber or uh or yeah, for you to get a cosmetology certificate, it takes fifteen hundred man hours, right? Mm-hmm. To be a police officer, it only takes you 840 hours. That's why you always hear people say cops need to be retrained. No, they don't need to be retrained. They just need to be trained correctly because I agree with 840 you. man hours is nothing. Like, my basic training, like what police officers do all day long training, we do that shit until 8 a.m. Listen, I agree with you completely. I'm with you all the way, but what you're talking about? That, that costs money. I'm with you. I don't think that this is a black and white situation. I think that this is something that's going to take layers and layers of reform. I think there's going to be a lot of things changed. But what I'm saying is keeping the people in place, people the people, keeping the people in place who are punishing them, that's not how I see it. For me, once you've made the transgression of showing me that you're incapable of handling this authority, because of handling this power, for me, you should be removed from there and placed with somebody who we, the community, feel can handle that better, can do this. Right, but but you have to, but you have to look at it also like let's 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 just take it from a parent standpoint, right? Let's say your son, right, your oldest son. Let's say you whoop this nigga at least once a week. For talking in, in school, right? His teacher always sent a note on. He talks in class, talks too much in class. So you whoop him, you whoop him, and you whoop him, and you whoop him, and then you whoop him some more, right? But then you realize, damn, whooping this nigga ain't keeping this nigga quiet in school. So your next step is to do what? Take some shit that he values. So next time he talks in class and he gets a note sent on, guess what you take? Take that fucking iPad. Or you take that fucking Xbox. That's like taking that hundred and fifty million from the top. 
It's like you, you take you take away what he values, and then he get his mind right, and then you give it back. And that's basically yeah. what people saying when if these if these precincts got all these complaints and and you know people been killed and the neighborhoods don't like the policing, you take their funding. You take their bonus money. You take their raise money. And then when they get their shit together, now we can throw you some of that back. So this is the reason why your analogy falls straight through the floor. A, I can't I can't throw my son the fuck out. I can't fire that nigga from being my son. And B, my son has never done anything as bad as create a climate where somebody can get killed for no fucking reason. Those are two reasons why your analogy falls straight through the basement. So for me, this is how I'm looking at it. Y'all talking about reforming these people, these people who seem to uh, be creating these problems. For me, once you've deemed that, you, that you're creating this problem, for me, your reforming is on your own. You need to go do something yourself. But as far as you staying in this position, you got to get the fuck home. You can't stay here. You can't be the person who's created a climate or a culture, or you can't be a cog in that climate and culture that, that tolerates excessive force, that tolerates, bro. Y'all, I know y'all seen that video where that old man getting pushed over. This nigga bled a puddle out of his ears and shit. It's another one today. These these cops is pushing over this old man for what? You can't be a cog nor the leader of these particular climates and cultures. And then for me, oh, we gotta we gotta punish you. Gotta your punishment is you you gotta get the fuck on. You gotta get prosecuted as, as you gotta you gotta get fired and get prosecuted as he described. But for me, you have to get replaced. The system itself, the way it works, it's 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 too much room for things to be hidden. They have right, and then, power. The, you and then what, what? so for me, the system has to be cleaned out. Right, to but do then that, what that makes it, money? But then what makes it? But what you saying? What makes it sound so stupid is because cool. Let's say that uh, a New York cop, you know, he get fired from being a New York cop, right? He can go right across the bridge to Jersey and become a Jersey cop now. But so I'm now, saying, that, 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 there's an easy way to do that, though. There's an easy way to fix that. It's a simple way to fix it. You, if you're in the army, you bug out, you get the fuck out. They put something on your record that makes it very difficult for you to get a good paying job. What is that? Yeah, it's called dishonorable discharge, but that's so not the dishonorable billion, discharge. But that's, but that's not civilian life, though. That's, that's federal life. Easy, but that, but I'm saying, you are a police officer. You swore to protect and serve. In the midst of you doing so, we found that you used the authority that was given to you to help your people. As a, as, a, as, a, as a servant of the people, you use it to oppress them. You use it to hurt people, to kill people, and to benefit yourself. You right, and that's, and that's but, but that's the difference. That's the difference in, in being a police officer and being in the military. Like, if you're a police officer and they say you used your judgment to hurt people, guess what they're going to attach to it? They're going to say you used your power to hurt people in New York. There's 49 other states that don't believe that they don't know you. They just know you had a situation, which means 49 other states can still hire you. Now, the military, that's federal government, which means that if you fuck up on this base, nigga, you done on every base because there's always going to be opportunity to do the same stupid shit again. And they don't want you. Hey, let me. So, but what you're failing to understand is this simple thing. There's already, do we already have a, a similar system, a familiar system that we could copy and paste onto this situation? It's not that hard because currently we're talking about theoretical police reform. So that's something that you could add on to the bill. That's something that you should throw for me. I, that's a great idea. 
if you fuck up here, you can't go uh seven hours west and then be able to go get in a position where you could do the same thing. I'm in agreement with that. And I think that it's well within our capabilities to make sure that that doesn't happen. Because we have a system just like yeah, that yeah. in the army. Let me get in here and and uh, I agree totally with you, uh, Mabaki, on the individual level. Like that does need to happen. People need to be fired and prosecuted. But I think what I'm saying is it doesn't stop there. So like I know there's legislation introduced to say, hey, to do exactly what y'all talking about. Like if a cop got fired in New York, he can't go to New Jersey. So they're developing a database or whatever to make sure these guys don't just mm -hmm. get fired. I mean, they get fired. We used to say cops don't get fired, they get transferred, right? They used to be the old saying right. back in the day. But but one thing I will say is it just doesn't stop with the cop. It stops with the police. It starts with the police chief. That's the next person that we need to be on his ass. And I know when he goes to the mayor or whoever, he's competing for resources in that city. You know, the taxpayers pay their money and then the mayor allocates and her team allocates where it goes. So what, what I'm saying, what I would be saying to that police chief is, yeah, hey man, this shit happened on your watch. It's a bad look for the whole Minnesota. You got to sit your ass down. And if you don't like it, you can leave, guy. We'll get another one. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's, it has to be both. You have to prosecute the individual, and then you have to hold the police uh, department accountable. I'm with you. You know what I'm, I'm saying? For it happening. I'm with yeah. you on that. But for me to do that, it's not a matter of, get for me, if the, the person, the person, like for instance, like, y'all know the video I'm talking about where the nigga got pushed over and he fell on his head and he was like, the old man, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They fucking came out and said, oh, he tripped over. That right there is a clear indication that this person is in a system that tolerates this. So to dissolve that system, you have to start from the top. So for me, the police chief shouldn't be given ultimatum. The police chief should be, should be out the fucking door. Okay. You know what I'm saying? No, I get it. I get it. So body. do you look at, do, let me let me ask you this. Do you look at them, I want to ask you two questions. One, how do you feel about civil lawsuits, like when the police have to pay out of their budget to families that they done wrong, or the city does? And two, um, do you, how do you feel about police officers, mayors, firefighters, emerging, they're all servants of the people. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like if the people want it, then we should go through it. Can you speak to that a little as bit? As far as them being, as far as civil suits, um, I wish those, I wish those suits came along because I feel like, for instance, um, the Breonna Taylor incident, uh, her family is putting in a civil suit, like you feel what I'm saying, like a wrong, wrongful death lawsuit. For me, I wish those suits came with some sort of punishment for those people who, uh, who did that. Like in Breonna Taylor's case. These niggas came through to the wrong place. You feel what I'm saying? Looking. Oh no, they came through to the right place, looking for somebody who ain't had nothing to do with what the fuck was going on in that household, and they went in there guns blazing to the point where the where the person who was in the house shooting back at them niggas, they already dropped the charges against them niggas. So you already know something fishy going on over there. Right. Me, in those situations, I wish that the people who were who were responsible were held accountable in the court of law as far as these niggas had to get prosecuted. Uh, charge and uh, and but, on but, top of the you, families getting the money that they get, but like, you also know, you also know the catch with civil cases. I mean, nobody wants to say it, but I'd be the one to say it. It's easy to manipulate somebody in poverty, uh, if, if, that, if that makes sense, like for instance. 
like Breonna Taylor and her family, right? Uh, the fact that we know they're not Bill Gates rich, you know, that means they're in poverty for the most part, right? Those are so about as civil to let's say they they throw out a big number, they say like we'll settle out of court for fifty million dollars, but you know, but you have to forgive the cops who, you know, what I'm saying you have to forgive the cops who shot them. Yeah, you know, it's easy. It's easy to manipulate somebody when they don't have money, and then you throw a big number at them, and then tell them, "If I give you this number, you got to do this, 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 and that." It's easy to manipulate somebody like that because, like you said, I'm in total agreement with you when you say when you file a civil suit, something should happen punishment-wise to these people. But you know, once they throw that big number out there for settlement, they say we're gonna give you this amount of money. You gotta let it go with what really happened, and and that's and that 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 responsibility is on us as a people too. And I told you over the weekend when we was talking about this, I was like, I wish that we had the discipline enough to wait until after the person was prosecuted, sentenced, and in prison before we filed our wrongful death lawsuits. You know, um, because I feel like they both go hand in hand. I do feel like the city should have to pay if the city does something, you know what I'm yeah. saying, to a civilian um, that's out of line. But I hate when we settle out of court in lieu of prosecution. You know what I'm saying? It has to go hand in hand. And that's going to be the ownership of that is on us on. as a people. You know, like if, if Mabaki is my brother, I don't want to talk to the city until this dude is in prison. Yeah. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, don't, don't come to my well, house. It's just like, but it's just uh, like, that's, it's that's just like Bobby doing. said. I mean, that possibility being there where you can make who knows a few million off of that for somebody who doesn't have that sort of money that can drive them to do whatever it takes to get that so they may overlook right. the whole entire thing just like Bobby explained so but I, I'm with you I think well, let me use this let, let me use this as an example though uh, the George Floyd GoFundMe I think it just surpassed 13 million I think that's how we gotta we gotta be when this stuff happens like hey I'll put up $5 or $10 or $20, you know what I'm saying, so you can fight, you know what I'm saying, to prosecute whoever this officer is that did something from, you know what I'm saying, to your family member. I would much rather we do that as a community than have them go try to get in the bed with the same people that killed, you know right. what I'm saying, your brother, you know? No, nah, I totally agree with that. It's a I lot mean, of bullshit like going on. Yeah, it is. I mean, and then, like, you know, just to speak on it, like, you know, just speaking about George Floyd, you know, like, uh, when Eric was talking about, you know, if you my brother, I don't want to talk to nobody. You see George, you see his brother got up there and was like, oh, we need to stop protesting. This ain't what he wanted. That's because somebody got to him, threw a couple thousand dollars in his pocket. No, 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 no. I this, think you just characterizing his statement. Huh? I think I what think he, I think he was beefing about the rights. I don't think he was having an issue with the protest. I think he was beefing about the facts that people's businesses were being fucked up. Yeah, but at the end of the day, like my brother just got killed. I don't give a fuck about your business. I don't give a fuck about your city until, like Eric said, until the guy who killed my brother's behind bar. I don't give a fuck what's going on outside. That's a y'all issue. That's not a but me. This is my thing, right? That's not a brother issue. That's a y'all issue. So 
don't come to me about saying stay this and say that to keep people from doing this and doing that. I don't want to hear none of that shit until the guy who killed my brother is behind that. All right, so I- this is the thing, right? This is the thing for me, right? The reason why I completely and utterly disagree with that because I'm sure as I have, as you as you have seen over the past few months, the even the black businesses, not only the black businesses, but the several businesses, innocent people whose businesses have been laid to waste. You know I mean? Whose businesses uh-huh. have been fucked up off of the back of this particular thing. You feel what I'm saying? And I will mm-hmm. never, ever agree with that. I will never agree with some innocent person because for all you know, you could be fucking up somebody who out there protesting. You could be fucking up their business. You indiscriminately going around setting shit on fire. You don't know who shit you fucking up. You could fuck up right. somebody who out there on the streets holding up a George Floyd t-shirt or a sign asking for dust. Do you think they deserve to have their shit fucked up? For me? No, but 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 at the same time, I look at it like, if that was you, Mabaki, and a nigga and a nigga put his knee on your neck with his hands in his pocket and he heard you saying, I can't breathe and he heard you asking God for forgiveness and he heard you screaming out for your mother who's already dead, which means, nigga, you see death ahead of you. Once that happens, if they come to me, like nobody better not come to me and ask me for shit. Don't tell me to stop shit, because I'm not gonna stop it because I tell the nigga who killed my nigga is behind bars. Nobody else. None of that shit even matters hey. until he's prosecuted. I completely disagree. Hey, let me let me let me paint a picture, Mabaki, and, and for you and uh, Barbie. Let's say I'm the police chief and y'all two are my police officers, right? And uh, I get a video of Barbie on somebody's neck. You know what I'm saying? Like blatant wrong. The dude is screaming for help. You know he's died. He, he, I know it's wrong. I'm calling you into the office, Barbie. And the first thing I'm gonna say is, hand over your badge. Hand over your gun. You're fired. All right. And then I'm gonna say, do a about face. Put your hands behind the back. You're arrested. You want to know who pressing charges? I'm pressing charges. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Blue on blue. I guarantee you, if they would have did that, we wouldn't have no conversations about also, no hold on, hold on. You know what I'm saying? When you let a nigga go home and then you send 150 police officers outside his home after you fired him to protect him, of course you ask so him listen, for rights. That's exactly so what you asking for. Here's my issue with that completely. Y'all looking at it oh, as, oh, y'all the ones who brought this about, so on and so forth. This is y'all fault. This is not they fault. Y'all not taking a look at the a victim, the victims, the people who are immediately affected by this. Now, for me, we had this conversation. I, I used to live in Ohio. I used to live in Columbus, Ohio. I mean, that's like my home base. You feel what I'm saying? One of my homies was out there marching and shit. These niggas broke into the state capitol. These niggas ran into the state capitol. We heard the stories where niggas is burnt, burnt down police precincts. We heard the stories. It's shit going down right now in England where niggas is like toppling over statues of slave traders. They lighting up like monuments and establishments that represent the oppression that we trying to fight. That I'm all for. I'm 100% about it. I feel that. I fuck with it. Because nothing gets their attention more than when you fuck they shit up, right? But for me, nothing can justify an innocent person 
an innocent person who we don't know what this person feels about the situation. We we just indiscriminately going about and, and fucking shit up. For me, that tarnishes what really is going on. Because there's people out there protesting on the streets day and night, making a fucking ruckus, doing this shit the right fucking way. You know what I'm saying? They out there, they not fucking playing around, they pissed. And then on top of that, you got some other niggas who... I mean, setting police precincts on fire. Who's running side of the state capital? For me, I can't be mad at that because the establishment, as you said, is the one that created the situation. They need to uh, fix it. So for me, targeting this shit is no big deal. But you can never, ever uh, justify to me. Bro, it's, it's, it was a woman post. It was a woman had her hair braided shot. These niggas broke, broke in her shit and took all the bundles out of there. A fucking black lady. She's standing outside the shit like, what am I to do now? Like, what I want? What's going on? And my mother was a business owner my whole life. My father, too. My mother had restaurants all, all across the East Coast. New York and Philly and Ohio. My pops had shops all across the East Coast and shit. You see what I'm saying? They feel, my father feel the illness that's going on right now. Now, imagine the niggas went up in my pop shit. What the fuck I'm supposed to say? Oh, well, I guess this is just what happens because da 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 da. No, that's not justifiable. And there's a there's a so so you so in other words, you just feel sympathy for small businesses, but you don't give a shit about the big ones. But what you what you failing to understand, I say I'm cool with them niggas setting the police precinct on fire. You hear me? I'm cool with them niggas going towards the niggas who created the beef. I'm cool with going to the state capitol and fucking shit up. You know why? Because it's they fault. You know what I'm saying? I'm about, punishing, let me, let me. I'm about punishing those who did wrong. I'm not about collateral damage, especially to my own people. Because nothing got their attention more than when that police precinct was burning. Because them motherfucking police, let me tell you something. Them police in Columbus, they was out there. They saw niggas throwing shit through the windows. They was on their bikes, you know what I mean? Going after these niggas small, small. When they saw them niggas busting the police precinct, all of their forces diverted to it immediately. All them niggas ran out there. They know where to fucking hurt, and we know where to fucking hurt. So for me, knowing that we know where to fucking hurt, how can we then justify some small business owner, some people in our neighborhood and our communities getting fucked up? For what? When we know what the fuck we need Here, to do. Here, I'll tell you. I got you. I'm in military medicine, and we have this thing called the golden hour. That The golden hour is, like, what we do within that first hour of us coming up, you know, on you as a casualty is the most important thing um, in terms of saving your life, right? So I don't disagree with what you're saying about the rioting and mom and pop shops. But what I'm saying is, what I think is problematic is how we just skip over what the catalyst is. Now, the catalyst of this was Officer Chauvin having his knee on that dude's neck, and then that compounded with them not immediately prosecuting him. Now, I just want to fast forward. Me and Barbara was talking about this. So we know the trial is coming, right? And he's probably going to be found guilty. I'm telling you right now, uh, Mabaki, if they do if they do not get this dude 25 years or more, it's going to happen again. I agree with you. And if they don't want it to happen, then that judge needs to sentence him appropriately. That's why I, I you, I'm not saying miss me with the the rioting, but I don't want to talk about the rioting if you're not going to produce justice. You produce justice, there's no rioting. It's it's a simple concept. I'm with you, but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, you punishing, if we, okay, so we saying, let's say we saying, oh, America is racist. Let's say we saying there's a systematic, uh, uh, there's systematic oppression in America to this day geared towards minority, particularly black people. What the, how the fuck you think they feel about us fucking up black businesses? How you think they feel about that? 
You think they're like, oh shit. I agree with you. I agree with you. Stop them. Now, now answer me this. Because I'm with you. I'm with you. If they fuck shit up. Because like I said, in the midst of what I'm saying, y'all failing to realize what the most important thing. These niggas set a police precinct on fire. These niggas is uh, bringing down fucking national monuments. These niggas is fucking running inside the state capitol. Where, where, where bills is passed, where legislations are passed, and tear shit up. I'm all for that. Yeah, that fucking anger. If, 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 you, if you truly mad at the establishment, if you're truly mad at the system, gear that anger towards those sorts of establishments. Gear that anger towards those sorts of buildings, those sorts of monuments, etc., etc. Why the I fuck mean, you I, I, I have to say this. Why the fuck is you running inside of this lady hair braiding store? Right, but hold on, Barbara. I'm gonna tell you exactly why they're running in hopelessness. That's why, like, no, yeah, I, the, the only thing that bothers me with, with what you're saying is you don't understand the, the conditions where these people are doing. If me or you is not gonna walk through a broken glass in a Gucci store because we good, but like, try to understand the psychology of somebody that doesn't have anything. You can't give them that opportunity, is what I'm saying. Because this shit that's happening around the world right now can happen at any moment. You have to know your people. Our people are fucked up out there. I'm going to just say it like that. They're fucked up. And if you give them a reason to do some fuck shit, Bro, they're going to do it. Listen, that's, 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 first off, that's a terrible, terrible, listen. That shit was happening. Uh, that shit, people where I'm from was doing that shit. Them niggas is not as bad. At least I'm only speaking about who I know. I'm only speaking about things that I personally saw for myself around areas that I've lived in. You feel what I'm saying? That's all I can speak about. You feel what I'm saying? Shit that I know at least secondhand because my niggas was out there looking at the shit or my niggas was out there doing the shit they were supposed to be doing. These niggas... A lot of these niggas are taking advantage of the chaos. They're taking advantage of the situation. Because you can't tell me you running inside. These niggas bust up a Metro PCS in Brooklyn, ran in there, took all the phones and phone accessories. These niggas right. is... These niggas is, is taking advantage of a situation. And on top of that, they tarnishing our image. Because we out here really trying to fight the good fight. We out here really trying to get shit done in a particular way. And it seems to be taking hold. Bro, in my whole entire life, remember when this shit first popped up, I was like, eh, I don't see all black people coming together unless it's just so on and so forth. They've been protesting in all 50 states, 20 different countries across the world. Niggas in Belgium, England, New Zealand, motherfucking Africa. But just to put it out there, just, but just to put it on out there too, it's not just black people who doing a loot, you know that, right? I'm with you. I'm talking about looters. I'm talking about looters. I didn't make no distinction about what color your skin is. I didn't make no distinction about what you believe in, so on and so forth. And I also know that there's some sketchy shit going on when niggas is leaving shit around to to incite that violence. I know niggas. And, I mean, and, 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 there, and like you said. I mean, the real reality of it is there is no excuse. You right. Like, you 110% right. Like, you know, like, like breaking into that lady shit, taking all her bundles. Taking all them fucking bundles. That, that, oh, because you mad? That shit, was, that shit was very unnecessary. But you're not a business owner, and I am. So you don't understand certain shit. Like, first off, if you're a business owner and you got a shop or a storefront, because I do. Nigga, you have insurance. So, yeah, break in my shit because I'm going to replace the shit anyway. Listen, let me explain something to you. I'm not a business owner. That's 100% sure. But like I said, my mother has several businesses. My father has several businesses. And I guarantee I almost, you that they had insurance. Listen, listen, so, listen, 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 listen
niggas, niggas broke. Listen, and I used to let me tell you, <coughs> let me tell you a story. Niggas in Ohio broke into my mother's shop. Them niggas must have broken as soon as we left at 12 p.m. Cause them niggas had until six the next morning. Them niggas was in. Them niggas cleared that bitch out. Them niggas took my bike. Them niggas took my game. Cause that's where I be at most of the time. Them niggas took all of the TVs in that bitch. They ransacked every fucking uh sort of electronic machinery in there. And that bu- that business fell the fuck through. No, I don't. Th- this insurance that you told my from my personal experience. Now my mom may just be an anomaly. I mean, my mom was an illegal immigrant in the United States. For all we know, she couldn't have been in a position to have some sort of insurance to pay for that. But what I'm saying is, from my personal experience, them niggas came through, ransacked our shit, and that just was what it was. From my personal experience, if you being a business owner, you probably have more insight on it. But what I'm saying is, if there's one of us, if there's one of the Mabaki, my family who deal with that, there are several others out there who could deal with that too. And at the same right. time, having something that you built from the ground up, having something where you establish, that's your baby. You know what it's like. Somebody just come through and take it away from you for something you had nothing to do with. For something that you probably are 100% against. You might be out there, out there grinding with the niggas too, and them niggas come do that to you. How are you supposed to stomach that? For me, I can't fathom doing so, regardless what them niggas is feeling. If y'all niggas is tight, don't go, don't go fucking steal sneakers. Go in right. the fucking, go in the state capitol and steal them. I don't know. Or set that bitch on fire. Et cetera, et cetera. And I mean, I'm not trying to. But, I'm not trying but to, it goes back. But it goes back. Yourself. Channel your shit somewhere no, else, my nigga. All this shit goes back to what Eric was saying, like. <clears throat> you know, or like I was saying too, you give somebody like like he said, none of us like if there was a Gucci store or a jewelry store with the windows busted, we not gonna go in there and get shit because we good. Like we don't need that shit. We straight. But when you take somebody in poverty and you give them an inch, they're gonna take a mile. Bro, a lot of these niggas is young kids. A lot of these right, and those are the main, but those are always the main ones that give them an inch, they're gonna take them out. But that's what I'm saying. You can't, for me, you can't. These are kids, these are mostly teenagers, these are mostly young adults and teenagers running in on the side of these places taking advantage. So, for me, these niggas still live at home with their folks, these niggas still doing this in the third, these niggas trying to come up. It's a lick. It's a lick. It's nothing to do with them being poor. Uh, you, listen, I'm not trying to frame the whole demographic because I didn't do no census to find out who these people are or what their motives behind doing it from. But we all been we all been in these areas. We all know the niggas in these areas. We all been moving and running with these niggas. You know right. the vibes? It's a lick. I know a lick when I see one. I know right. a lick when I see one. It's simple as that. I mean, it's a lick. And like you said, it's from all races, creeds, colors, etc. John Doe went up on these white boys and shit in Albuquerque, New Mexico. You know what I'm saying? And took spray paint off them niggas. What the fuck them niggas got going on for them to be feeling like they should fuck shit up? You know right. I, I just want to say this. taking advantage. And it's I just want to say this. Uh, and, and hopefully we can wrap this up. Um, we, we talk about race and racism and the problems in this country all the time. So I feel like we should know how things are going to go. Um, and like, I already know what football players are going to do this season. I already know what some baseball players is going to do. I know what's going to happen if another brother gets killed. I feel like we have all the answers to the test right now. What I would say to a business owner, obviously, you, you got to protect your business. But you need to be prepared for that. Anytime there's civil unrest and you know you live in an impoverished neighborhood, some shit might go down, you know? 
So I would I would honestly tell any business owner that's thinking about starting a business, you need to look up the history of your city. What type of time are they on? Are people fucked up? Because if they do, you might not just be able to have a nice storefront. You might need to put bars on your shit. You might need to board up your uh, windows. You know what I'm saying? We do the same thing with hurricanes, and I feel like it's the same thing with racial injustice. Anytime you see racial injustice in this country, and this field, and they don't get prosecuted, riots are going to happen. All the time. Every time. Listen, if if, if we... How... how... How are, we supposed to buy, how are we supposed to buy the... And first of all, that ball shit, I'm telling you, I, Bobby, you've been in New York. You know how every fucking store in New York got that same... When it's nighttime, you walk around, got that same metal gate. I saw the people peel that shit off. Yeah, peel that damn gate off. Peel that bitch off, my nigga. So what I'm saying, so point A, point B, how the fuck are we supposed to buy the block back? How the fuck are we supposed to contribute in our community if before we go into do so, we look, oh... This is not necessarily the nicest community in the world. I have a business. Maybe I shouldn't be here. Maybe I should go. No, I'm not just there. You you can be there, but you also have to make sure that you get insurance. Bro, insurance so, insurance ain't gonna take away that pain, bro. You built that bitch up for that. No, insurance never takes away the pain, but insurance replaces the shit that you lose. Like, yeah, it's gonna take you some time to clean it up and get shit put back the way it was and but at least you know you're getting it back and it doesn't and, have to come what directly seen, out of your this pocket. This is another thing I've seen. Like I said, because I don't want you to think I'm against what you're saying, my pocket. I agree. Like, if you're running up... If, if you're yeah, running I'm up not, black businesses, what he's saying. You, you're wrong. But one thing I have seen and I like is, like, I saw a bar owner, he, lose, he lost everything that he worked for and they they put that GoFundMe out there and that, that bitch went up. And that's what I like to see. And then it's like, all right, let's get back focused. The rioters and the looters are not a part of the protest. Yes. I think we just need to make that clear. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're, they're not. But right. those people right. do exist, and they're going to take that opportunity anytime they have it. Because you know? that's what the enemy is trying to do. They're trying to just bunch everybody together. They're trying to vilify people who are out there doing things the way it's supposed to be done, doing things the way they ask for it to be done. And they're trying to just... And the rioters right. are a small percentage right. of the real movement. They're a tiny percentage. Fact of the matter is, the media is blowing it way out of proportion. Fact of the matter is, because it's so crazy, it's being thrown all over the place. But truthfully, there are 10 times more peaceful riots than there are those uh, violent ones. So, you know what I mean? I just wanted to be a distinction. I don't want niggas to use that ammunition against us. True story. Yo, so that's a wrap for this episode, good people. Uh, you know, at the end of the episode, we try to leave you with some kind of words, wisdom, jokes, whatever the case may be. Um, today, I'm just going to let you guys know that uh, take time out to watch 10 minutes of the news, just so you can keep current on what's going on. So you don't have to run the social media and get the he say, she say. You get the real news. Um, because being informed can can take you a long way in this game. Uh, a lot of people don't understand that, but they definitely, but they definitely can. Uh, uh, Mbaki, what you got for Congratulate the state prosecutors in Georgia for getting um, the three men involved in the Ahmad Arbery killing. They got the um, case bound to the Superior Courts of Georgia. So that shit is going to trial. You feel what I'm saying? Them niggas put in work. It was a seven-hour hearing, a preliminary hearing, which is unheard of, uncalled for. Them niggas was in there grinding. You feel what I'm saying? Hopefully, about Aubrey's family can get the justice they deserve. You feel what I'm saying? So big up to them folks. That's all I got to say. Straight up. 
Hey, just want to tell the people Here, do what better, you got? man. We want to make this world a better place for all of our um, kids, families, friends, man. We got to first start by doing better, man. So, like, if you can level up, if you can elevate your consciousness and, uh, you know what I'm saying, grind, hey, that's the way, man. That's that's the first step that everybody can do tonight. All right, that's all I got. <laughs> Alright, good people. You know, if you have any questions, comments, topics you want us to talk about, any feedback you want to give us, uh, just hit me up on in my DMs on Instagram at ASAP Barbie, or you can email me at ASAP Barbie at gmail.com. Um, also, I want to let people know that uh, we currently got locked. Uh, we got locked out of our Instagram page, so I will be starting another one uh, tomorrow on Monday. Um, and so, you know, we'll have the previews and all that stuff going for you guys and adding all you guys back to it. So, you know, we appreciate a follow back if you got the time. If not, you know, it's all good, too. Uh, but, yeah, that's it. <laughs> but that's it for this episode of Let's Talk About It. And we- What's up? It's your girl, Aubrey Shine. And that was Let's Talk About It with ASAP Barbie.